It's Tuesday, June 14, 2011. A levy that's put up in a week isn't intended necessarily to last for months. It's official. Record flooding on the Missouri River, record snowpack, and record drought mean another record-breaking spring in the U.S. Record drought in Europe, too, brings crop failures and blackouts. The Obama administration boosts funding for the smart grid. I'm from the federal government. I'm here to help you make money. Plus, it's that time again. Get ready for a year and a half of Republican presidential campaigning. Uh, Governor Romney, to you now. Imagine you're getting to the barbecue joint. Maybe it's here in New Hampshire. Maybe it's South Carolina ordering some wings. Spicy or mild? Oh, spicy. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. There is no other agency like the EPA. It should really be renamed the job-killing organization of America. I don't know, Michelle Bachman. It's not really catchy. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, well, we had another pretty silly Republican debate last night where the candidates spent a whole lot of time talking about things that actually weren't important to America at all. It led our friend David Roberts of grist.org to tweet the question, were the Republican candidates asked tonight why they disagree with the National Academy of Sciences on climate change? That question wasn't asked of the candidates, but questions about mild or spicy chicken wings, Coke or Pepsi, Elvis or Johnny Cash. Apparently, there was plenty of time to ask those questions. Way to go, CNN. No, they really didn't get to that question at all. I wonder why. But we'll get to that in a moment. First, record floods in the upper Midwest. On Monday, two more levees failed along the Iowa-Missouri border, the latest after spring rains of Missouri River. Yes, that's right. Just one month after record floods on the Mississippi River, now we're contending with record floods on the Missouri River. Officials from South Dakota to St. Louis are filling sandbags, building temporary levees, and ordering evacuations, with flooding projected to last through the summer. The South Dakota Highway Patrol warns residents they will not be going home for a while. You know, we're in untested ground here. You know, levees were not intended, you know, a levee that's put up in a week isn't intended necessarily to last for months. Oy. Uh, Record flooding, record droughts, record tornadoes, and not a single question about any of it to the Republican candidates in the debate last night, despite the fact that they have been now for months blocking any and all efforts to do anything about what seems to be causing all of these records. Yes, and you know what? It is official. 2011 is breaking records for precipitation extremes in the U.S. The U.S. Climate Extremes Index, that's an official measure, that measures how much of the nation is experiencing extreme precipitation, either too much or too little. The Climate Extremes Index, released this week, shows that this spring, 2011, the U.S. had the most wet and the most dry extremes since record-keeping began over 100 years ago. And it ain't just here in the U.S. A similar deep drought in parts of Europe has European officials warning of crop failures and power blackouts this summer. France gets most of its electricity from nuclear power, but those nuclear power plants must be shut down if the rivers used to cool those plants get too hot, as happened during the deadly heat wave in 2003 that killed 30,000 people in France, causing blackouts right when the power is needed most for air conditioning. Speaking of electrical transmission... I'm from the federal government. I'm here to help you make money. 
The Obama administration was joined by electric power industry executives and state regulators on Monday to unveil a new campaign to modernize the nation's electric grid. The plan boosts federal research and development funding, tax incentives and loan guarantees, and is intended to increase security, efficiency and deployment of smart grid and clean energy technologies. Energy Secretary Stephen Chu said the case for federal dollars isn't just for efficiency, it's also for competitiveness. Uh, this is our opportunity, and in fact, we have to do this because if we don't, uh, we will be disadvantaged relative to all the other economies of the world. The contenders for the Republican presidential nomination in 2012 held their second debate in New Hampshire on Monday. What we need to do is pass the mother of all repeal bills, but it's the repeal bill that will get of job-killing regulations. And I would begin with the EPA. Over two hours of wide-ranging discussion on CNN, only about two minutes was devoted to energy, as we mentioned before, and the candidates were, not surprisingly, consistent with the Republican Party line, condemning all of the policies of the Obama administration and calling for expanded development of domestic American energy, meaning oil, coal, and natural gas. And of course, not a word on climate change. And not a question asked to them by the media on climate change either. Didn't keep newly minted Republican presidential candidate Congresswoman Michelle Bachman from calling for an end to the EPA created by those dastardly liberals, liberals like the guy who created it, President Richard Nixon. For more on that and many stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report so that we can counter all the nonsense with all the truth we can fit into six minutes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Lights, camera, distraction. Oh, now you set the stage just to throw it away. You never fail to take action.